Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah. Thank you for being with us today. As uh, we're all set to yak to a bunch of folks out there, and we got uh, folks who would uh, like to talk to us on the uh, Ingalls Advantage talk line. Fair enough. Let's start with Gene in Boiling Springs. Hey, Gene. Uh, Jimbo, the uh, the, the Antifa thugs with their their left fist in the air. Yeah. Uh, you're probably about the same age I am. That that goes back to the Bolshevik Revolution, 1915. That is simply a Communist Party salute. Now. H. Rat Brown and Stokey Carmichael of the Black Panthers of the 60s, the Weather Underground, the Symbionese Liberation Army, Alansky, Abby Hoffman, William Z. Foster wrote his book toward Soviet America back in 1932. I mean, that is just a communist salute. They know what they're doing. These are communists, pure and simple. You probably already knew that, you a lot smaller well, guy Some of them may not be uh, uh, very aware of what all communism means, but but certainly the term violent overthrow, I'm sure, would appeal to them, Gene. So Those I see what you're know. saying very much there. Uh, okay. Uh, are ideologically thank you. Yeah, go ahead. These, these people uh, that you we're seeing now, I mean, you know, it goes back to the Watts riots in, uh, in August of 1965. You see this same symbol everywhere throughout the decades. Uh, but these people out here doing this, they know what they're doing. They're indoctrinated. Well, they, you know? I'll put it this way. I doubt that many of them could define what means a Marxist-Leninist uh, uh, viewpoint, but they certainly know that they're uh, suggesting violent overthrow. Uh, let's go to well, Lee in the Simpsonville. The yeah, well, I see what you're saying, uh, Gene. Let's go to Lee in Simpsonville at 8 minutes past 6 o'clock. Hi, Lee. Hey, thanks, sir, for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, Full disclosure, I vote Republican 99.9% of the time, but Mm -hmm. I am extremely disappointed in the Republican Party in the state of South Carolina, uh, particularly with the governor. Um, He gets on here today, and he he acts like he demands school goes five days a week. He acts like he doesn't have a say-so, and it's just unbelievable that that none of the Republican, I guess, leaders in this state are doing what is going on in other states, standing up to the governors, overriding certain things, 
Um, I mean, he is well, over. I'm, I'm not sure not. what it is that McMaster is pursuing that you oppose. Uh, you do not believe the kids should be going to school five days a week? No, I'm I not sure what they, you're saying. I, I believe they should have been. I, I don't understand how he says he doesn't have the authority to mandate it. How do you have the authority not to mandate it, but you can close it? That doesn't make sense. You can't open them schools, mm-hmm. but you can close them. And he's over Molly Spearman. I called his office, and, you know, they were trying to shoot me down the same road. And I said, well, ineffectively, is he the state superintendent of educated boss? Can he go in there and fire her? Yes. Okay. Well, then if that's the case, if she doesn't want to open schools, fire her, find somebody else that will, and open the schools back up. I mean, well, I must confess I'm not quite sure, Lee, exactly how you uh, you have the uh, uh, the power to close schools but not open them. I, I'll admit that's uh, that's one that uh, I haven't, uh, in all the, the research I do, I haven't looked up the precise powers of the governor as it relates to opening and closing schools. So uh, 10 minutes now past 6 o'clock, and we talked to Sarah in the Greer this evening. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Jim. Good Hi. to talk to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to make a comment about uh, the uh, article you read, I believe, about um, parents not wanting their children to get into politics. And I thought that is a terrible thing because uh, if you look at the word politic in the dictionary, it, it explains that it is a word concerned with practical matters, which means uh, industry and uh, housing, food, clothing, whatever uh, society needs, politics takes care of it. So we need good young people uh, who have a good sense of right and wrong to really be interested in governmental affairs because it deals with everybody's life. Everything revolves around politics. Everything revolves around a system of govern, governmenting or governance uh, when it comes to, you know, concerned with our daily lives. And uh, if you, the, the thing is, politicians now is a word used for men and women who want to get into the system really uh, to benefit themselves. And so you've got Good politicians, bad politicians. Then you've got statesmen. Now, God bless President Trump because he's a statesman. A statesman is not interested in maybe in, in his personal gain. He's interested in the welfare of the country and what's good for the people. So we need more statesmen is what we need. But, but young people need to... Uh, really be interested in the welfare of the country. So, you know, people have a bad feeling when you use the word politics. It's like, oh, corruption, corruption, corruption. Well, that's not really true. Yeah, you've got some bad apples, and you've got people like Pelosi and Schumer, et cetera, et cetera, who have made a career out of just milking government for their own gain. They're not interested in the welfare of the people in the country. So this is what we have to fight against. And um, uh, what we see in the country is uh, good people staying out of politics. So I have to well, get that out. Uh, no, I think, I think you, you make an interesting distinction that is, is worth noting. And uh, 
duly noted uh, right here on the show. Uh, certainly there are, are distinctions to be made. But, yeah, it, of course, I know that the cynical uh, definition, uh, politics, uh, poly meaning many, and ticks meaning blood-sucking parasites. But uh, that, of course, is the, uh, the, the cynical viewpoint. But, uh, but yeah. no, uh, I mean, again, we do need people to get involved in the process. And uh, goodness knows I... I don't know how uh, we encourage that. For one thing, we don't even teach civics anymore. And uh, thank you for your call, Sarah. I, I much much appreciate it. We don't really teach civics anymore, so I'm not sure how we we achieve uh, that uh, uh, goal of statesmanship to which you uh, describe. I, I don't know. If you don't teach kids about uh, this, if you teach kids that, uh, for example, public discourse that offends you is uh, automatically evil, then how do you teach people to get into a career in which the the very essence of that career is discussing the issues of the day. I don't know. If you don't teach people about the Constitution, about the basis of our government, if you don't teach them about our economy, then I don't know how you expect young people to get involved either. So I I guess you could look at it one way, that uh, the the fact that 10% are interested in their kids entering a career in politics, I suppose, can be considered somewhat encouraging. Uh, it's a it's a it's a sad perspective, but I'll tell you, if we don't have more good people entering politics, I'll guarantee you the bad people are quite willing to be there. So, good people have got to at some point make their case. Uh, stay with us. More to come when we come back. We'll talk a little bit about something that has come along with the pandemic, and I live with it and I've used it, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm getting a little tired of it. We'll talk about that. Uh, this is Jim Bohannon for Bob McLean at 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, everywhere on the Radio.com app. The time now, 6.15. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Thanks for being with us this afternoon. Do appreciate it very much. It's uh, great to talk to everybody. Uh, Jimbo in for Bobby Mack uh, one more time tomorrow. Then he returns on uh, Monday. And looking ahead, uh, let's see, October the 2nd, that's a Friday, I'm uh, I'm Bobby Mack again. And sometime sooner or later I'll be uh, uh, Tara or Vince, I'm sure. But, uh, hey, we're just sitting there in the bullpen waiting for the call from the manager. All righty. It's now uh, 621 at 106.3 WORD. And we have, uh, wow, 54 days left till the election. 54 days. A texter yesterday had uh, referred to a, a woman who was highly considered uh, to be a Trump nominee for the Supreme Court and couldn't remember her name, Amy Coney, uh, pardon, yeah, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett is her name. And I would imagine she's uh, on this list as well, although I haven't seen every last name on the, on the list. But that was the, the name that the texture was uh, was curious about. So with that as a uh, an answer to that particular question, are you heavily into Zoom? Or have you been dragged into Zoom? I'm pretty much in the, the latter group. Uh, I recognize it as a marvelous technology. It is uh, essentially uh, telephoning with television. And, and in fact, you can even do conference calls with television. You know the drill. Uh, and it's. It, I understand it's a great technology. That doesn't mean that I automatically have to be involved in it all the time. I have been dragged into Zoom. Uh, and of all the ways that we have to offend people now, Zooming offers a brand new way to offend people. Isn't that special? Just what I needed. My mere existence as a conservative individual offends enough people, but apparently there are great ways you can offend people on Zoom as well. So uh, I have learned about some Zoom etiquette. Here are six ways people have of upsetting others on Zoom. Number one, figuring out the tech while on the call. That is annoying. If you aren't that familiar with which buttons to push, then practice first so that your actual Zoom session goes fairly smoothly. I have uh, have seen that happen. I mean, it's not hard to set up a Zoom session with almost anybody. Do it with a friend. You can both practice. It's not the easiest thing to do. It's not in intuitive, uh, knowing how to get set up. If you don't know all the ways to do it, practice. If you think you know, at least practice a little bit to be sure that you know how to Zoom, okay? Uh, Second, typing or otherwise being noisy while not on mute. That can be kind of irritating, can't it? Yes, it can. So, uh, again, you have to realize that when you are, uh, this is something that broadcasters should come to naturally, but but you are broadcasting, okay? Everything that you say and do, uh, certainly if it's only audio, and if you've got the video too, everything that people see, that's right there. So you've got to keep those things in mind. It's not like your usual telephone call in that regard. That's why they have a mute switch. Third way to offend on Zoom, eating, drinking, or smoking. Okay. Now we're entering territory I would tend to call, if you don't like it, buzz off. Of course, if you're Zooming with the boss, uh, well, that's something else again. So you might want to keep that in mind. With whom am I Zooming? All right. Fourth way to offend on Zoom, looking at your phone or laptop. That doesn't seem to bother a lot of people. Okay. 
Uh, goodness knows it doesn't bother people if they're there face-to-face with you. So I'm not sure why it would bother you on Zoom. But uh, for what it's worth, keep that in mind. A fifth thing to keep in mind when Zooming, keep your camera at a weird angle. Sure, I can see how it might be distracting if your Zoom mates are looking straight up your nostrils and have Zoomed with people who've done that. I'm sure you have, too, if you've Zoomed at all. There's always somebody who doesn't uh, quite uh, have the camera angle right. That's the beauty, of course, of seeing yourself on the screen there, on one of the screens. When the, the, the screen goes split screen, you can look down and you can see, gee, I look kind of weird. Well, practice. Not asking a great deal. And sixth, in the ways to offend on Zoom, leaving the frame without explaining why. Now, how about just drawing a sign to place on your seat? Uh, gone 10 to do number two, you know, or whatever. Just uh, just some thoughts to pass along. It seems to be very much a part of, of our lives now. I mean, I, I have a group of friends with whom I Zoom about every two weeks. And I think it's partially the novelty. These were people who, as a group, have not talked on the phone together ever as a group. I think that we use the technology because it's there. And, and I'm not sure that that's a good reason to use anything. But uh, but we do it, and uh, I'm certainly more and more involved in that. I have uh, been involved in a number of things uh, that could be considered official business. For example, I've had so far this year trips to uh, Chicago, New York, and Washington, D.C., canceled by the pandemic. The uh, The Washington gathering was uh, to emcee a dinner I emcee annually at the National Press Club. And I always do it in my tuxedo. And I did, in fact, do it this year. It's an award ceremony. I did it via Zoom. And, in fact, I was right there with my tuxedo coat and shirt and studs and cufflinks and tie and my sweatpants and my sneakers because, of course, they can't see that, right? And that is precisely, for those who are curious, uh, coming up October the 29th will be the annual Radio Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And uh, I'll be also the announcer for that, as I have been now for uh, about 30 years, I guess, something like that. And I'll do the same thing. Tuxedo coat, tuxedo shirt, tie, studs, cufflinks, sweatpants, sneakers. That's the way I do it. I recognize that there are, are pitfalls to this. A friend of mine used to be a TV anchor, uh, and uh, he, uh, for a while was doing a weekend TV anchoring on a major TV station, and he played a lot of tennis. And so he would show up. He had a locker at this particular TV station. He would play tennis, and he would show up uh, ready to uh, do his anchoring thing, and he always kept a, a appropriate coat and shirt and tie in his locker. So he would show up in his tennis outfit, and he would put on the uh, shirt and the tie and the sport coat, and be wearing his shorts and his sneakers and would sit behind the, the little airline counter desk that they have, of course, in, in TV anchoring positions. And it worked well until one weekend he came in to discover that they had a guest that weekend. And so for part of the TV news show, they were going to move over to that set in which you sit by a coffee table. That is to say, <laughs> legs, sneakers, shorts, visible. Not a good look. And so what happened was that when he found out about it during uh, uh, one of the breaks, he actually changed pants with and, and shoes with uh, one of the, the camera people. 
and uh, managed to make its way through it. So I'm, I'm curious how well you have uh, dealt with with the Zoom. Uh, I would call it epidemic because in some ways it is. I live with it, and uh, I'm getting better at it thanks to my wife. I'm not in love with it. I, I must confess that the idea that we have to Zoom with everything, I don't get it. The mere fact that you can do something doesn't automatically mean that you should or that you must. But for what it's worth, I'm just curious. I thought I would toss that out there because, frankly, I'm kind of zoomed out, honestly. Anyway, Jimbo in for Bobby Mack. This is 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. And our uh, Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063. The time now is 629. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Twenty-five before seven o'clock, and uh, good afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us today. Whoops! Biden flip-flop alert. This just in. In nineteen ninety-three, Joe Biden voted for NAFTA. As recently as twenty o seven, he was still defending NAFTA, saying it did not aggrieve him and that it was not a problem. And now he is saying, "I was always against NAFTA." Come on, Joe. Although I will say this, in his latest appearance on CNN, Biden admitted that the president's U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is better for American workers than NAFTA was. But uh, anyway, this just in, as they say. Anyway, I'm just curious your thoughts about Zooming. 
I, I, I grant you the technology is is remarkable. The pictures, of course, are not not that great usually, but uh, but nonetheless. Uh, what you can do is interesting. And the first time that I did it, I thought, well, isn't that great? Isn't that cool? And the second time, yeah, still great, still cool. And uh, every time since that, it's been sort of again. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got to uh, become at least partially presentable physically for this uh, this Zoom session. Whatever. Anyway, uh, we'd love to hear from you on the uh, Ingalls Advantage Talk Line, 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063. And the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307, 71307. Texter says, I keep scotch tape over the camera so all you see is a blurry blob. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I keep scotch tape over the camera so all you see is a blurry blob. With the Zoom technology that I've seen, how can you tell? I mean, maybe there's just something that's not quite as much in focus as it usually is, which is usually not as much. We're obviously, with Zoom, we're not talking about high-definition uh, high television. That's brilliant. Scotch tape over the camera. All you see is a blurry blob. That's perfect. I will try that. All right. Here's Tony in Pickens who offers some thoughts uh, this afternoon at uh, 22 before 7. Hey, Jimbo, the first screen you see on Zoom should be a Miranda warning. You have the right to use mute. Anything that's overheard can and will be used against you. <laughs> that's certainly true. And, of course, the import of that depends on the person with whom you're muting or people. In a work-related uh, boy, I would have my finger on that, that mute button a lot. Not that I tend to, to sit back and, and, and mutter things at, uh, at people. I guess the, uh, the old rule of broadcasting, the microphone is always open, keeps me from doing a great deal of that anyway. But I'm sure that for many people, it's easy to forget that uh, you can, in fact, do that. Uh, I have seen, for example, some people on, the, on a telephone call who... Uh, will be talking away with somebody, and right in the middle of it, they will uh, uh, flip a huge bird to the, to the to the room. I may be sitting there watching, and they'll they'll chuckle, and I'll chuckle. Uh, and of course, on a telephone call, you can't tell that. Uh, don't don't go flipping the bird on Zoom unless you want the whole world to know about it, right? I think that's just uh, pretty much what we call common sense there. Okay, so yeah, I can certainly understand that. Again. Uh, the, the notion that, that you can do it, therefore you must, always struck me as just bizarre. I remember one time buying a cell phone, and I, of course, was buying it from some 20-something, which I don't know that anybody uh, beyond the age of 35 even uh, is allowed to sell uh, digital equipment like that. And they were talking about uh, uh, some uh, new, uh, new program that was coming out, some new something next year. That I of course will want, and uh, and I, I said something like, uh, "That's available on this phone." They said, "Well, no, you'll have to get a new phone." And I said, "Why?" And I got this look like, "What a fossil you are!" Because it, it it it's there because you can get it. I mean, like what it does or how important it is, or the fact that your current phone gives you everything you want or need. It never occurred to this little 20-something uh, Twinkie, this uh, this little snowflake, 
uh, that that there would be any possible question. Of course, it's a new phone. Of course, you get it. If necessary, you stand in line for 24 hours to get it. <laughs> so I've already been there and I've done that. Again, I will continue zooming and and uh, certainly I suspect that this is one of those things that 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 will stick around a while. Uh, for example, working remotely. People who were forced to by their boss, in many cases, you'll be working from home. Well, I don't want to work from home. Well, we're closing down the office. You work from home or you're out of work. Okay, I'll work from home. And now one survey I saw saw 48% of people who now are working from home want to continue doing it post-pandemic at least part of the time. So that may be a permanent change. Okay, uh, working in office buildings and, 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 and uh, patronizing shopping centers. Some say the tall office buildings and shopping centers may become monuments to the past in the future. Possibly. Those are changes that may stick around. My guess is the Zoom thing is attractive enough to a lot of people that uh, we've been pushed into the Zoom era. Maybe we were going there anyway. Remote working was coming anyway. The pandemic didn't create that. It sped it up. And probably uh, using Zoom more is in the same category. The pandemic didn't create that. It merely sped it up. Probably true. And I'll go along with it, and I'm not, again, going to, uh, to kick and scream all the way. I just, I guess, question the mentality. You can do it, therefore you must do it. Really? Why? Why is, is to me, a, a great question that's not asked nearly often enough. I get a chance to do so in my job, and I wish more people would ask why more and more often. Another texter says, uh, Jimbo looks like Skype missed the boat to Zoom, been around longer but never got the traction Zoom did. That's very true. And uh, I've done the Skype thing, but it seems like it's been forever since I did, and I'm not sure. I guess they're pretty much comparable. And I couldn't tell you what made one succeed and one not as much. I really don't know. I mean, it's there, and and I'm sometimes dragged to one, but I've never actually been dragged to Skype, but, but Zoom, I've been dragged to Zoom. Not that I you know, had a gun pointed to my head, but it, it had social pressure attached. Now, I'm not ordinarily a person who gives in to peer pressure a great deal. Frankly, I don't really care, as long as I'm not doing something actually offensive, as opposed to what some people find is offensive, then I don't really care what you think. You don't like uh, the, the car I drive or the, uh, the, uh, the clothes I'm wearing? Well, big deal. So what? You know, get a life. That's always been my, my take. I've never been much of a, a peer pressure individual. In the case of uh, the Zooms that I've used, when all of your friends uh, want to do this, I've gone along to be a good guy uh, in terms of some of the gatherings that I've been at, the uh, National Press Club emceeing and the Radio Hall of Fame uh, announcing these are things that that I enjoy doing, and this is as close as I can get to doing them. Somebody was going to do it, and they, you know, again, they get to replace me, but I don't really want them to do that. So I'll go along with it. But I guess it's this notion of of the optional use of Zoom that that some people just find so so precious and so so wonderful, and I'm missing something about that. Again, it's all down to that mentality. You can do it. Therefore, we should do it. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, whatever it's worth. I just pass that along. That's one of the perks of the job is that sometimes you actually do get to uh, air your grievances here. And uh, I like that. So, again, those uh, ways to offend on Zoom, okay? Figure out the tech. 
before you make the call. Uh, don't be typing or otherwise uh, noisy if you're not on mute. Eating, drinking, and smoking it bothers them to some people. Uh, don't look down at your phone or your laptop. Keeping the camera at a weird angle, that's distracting to others. And then leaving the frame without explaining. There you go. Some rules that, in fact, will make it easier for you to do just that. Uh, more and more we're going to be seeing that. More and more we're going to be experiencing that. I, for one, will go along with it. And when we come back, we'll take a call or two about this very subject because, uh, and also uh, uh, some thoughts about uh, Mr. Joe Biden, a man who is uh, sitting out there lurking. He hopes to be president. I would hope to the contrary. This is 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca at 101.5 FM in Anderson. Everywhere on the Radio.com app, it's now 15 before 7. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All righty, Ron in Spartanburg joins us this afternoon at uh, 10 minutes before 7. Hi, Ron. Hey, Jim. I'm calling from my telephone, uh, uh, radio, uh, uh, television, uh, record player thingy <laughs> that my wife gave me. There you go. And you look great. I have to adjust the color tint here. Okay, Ron, go ahead. You're no longer purple. Go right ahead. Well, if uh, if Miss Moneypenny doesn't, uh, promises not to uh, give my phone number to the FBI, I'll uh, explain uh, uh, Biden's uh, political career in uh, six words. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we're not going to be giving your phone number to the FBI, so go ahead, Ron. Call. You never know. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I break his career, his political career down into three phases. And uh, uh-huh. 
I call uh, first phase a fool, uh, second phase a, a old fool, and uh, third phase a senile old fool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I've been listening to you off and on today, and uh, it sounds like you've had a really good day. Yeah, it's been a fun day. It has been. Joe has always been a get-along, go-along kind He's not an offensive kind of guy, but he's just not the kind of guy who ought to be leading a country, not certainly a major country. He's, I'll put it this way, he would make, I think, a pretty good neighbor. He would make a, a great guy to hang around with a brew and a bratwurst on a backyard party, patio, say, on a, on a weekend. I just don't think yeah, he's you leader don't bring of free world material. Well, there is that. Listen, Joe Biden... Uh, one time I was at a dinner in Washington, and I went up to talk to some people at the at the head table, and my wife was standing there. Joe Biden walked up and put his arm around her. I did not see this, but and he really didn't make any move beyond that. But, I mean, that happened. I, I'll swear in a stack of Bibles that that happened. I'm sure Joe would deny it, but, yeah. Well, I'm sure it did. Yeah, don't bring your wife if Joe's there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Points well. Good, good, good point, anyway, Ron, and I uh, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Well, okay, I think we may, you may be dropping out a bit there. Let's go to Bob and Tryon this afternoon. Hello, Bob. Hey, my man. Two things very quickly. Uh, yesterday yeah. you mentioned a time to go out and wave a flag. I'm going to go down and try on and do that. Do you remember? Okay, yeah, the 9-11, the 9-11 uh, uh, flag waving. Uh, yes, I do uh, I do recall that. Uh, that is for uh, uh, the, the special 9-11 observance over the weekend at the exact times that uh, uh, you remember the, the attacks time? of the various plane flights. Yeah. Did, uh, I, I, for, uh, I forget the, the name of the, of the group. Was that Wreaths Across America? Uh, it's hard for me to remember precisely. Do you remember? Uh, uh, no, I'll, I will try to look it up the exact time. <clears throat> We have a little town clock down in Tryon. I'm going to stand down there and wave my flag. The other thing is, do you remember, you may not be old enough to remember, a guy by the name of Gene Shepard who did a talk show in New York? Vividly. Gene Shepard worked at, uh, at WOR Radio in New York City. I listened to him for many an occasion. Very talented guy. I'll, I'll tell you the truth uh, behind-the-scenes story. As a human being, Gene was kind of a lowlife. I mean, he was not a very nice person. But as a broadcaster, he was one of the most compelling people I've ever heard. Gene Shepard, a guy, but he spelled his name J-E-A-N, as I recall, but not a, not a woman, a guy, Gene Shepard. But he, a tremendously talented he guy. He had that radio show for three hours a night, took no calls. And he just went on and on and on and just held your attention like nobody else an amazing guy i have i have pulled into i have pulled into a driveway and i have have stopped and not gotten out of my car just because i would miss something that gene would say i have done that and yes uh, as i say a tremendous broadcaster one of the all-time great broadcasters gene shepherd and and uh, unfortunately i I've, I've known people who knew him uh, he was not the nicest human being, but he was one heck of a radio guy. Absolutely, he, yeah. He was. Have you read any of his fiction stuff that he did in Playboy? I know he did do some writing as well, I, and I, I have not. Uh, 
I uh, read uh, his stuff that I, I can't remember what all he wrote, but I know he was uh, talented in more than uh, than one way. So yeah, he was amazing. Uh, he did a thing about new people in New York and the Easter icon, which was the ham that you had on Easter, and he also did right, a thing yeah. that from way way well, back. We're gonna I'll tell you day, what. Call in some other time, Bob, and we will. We'll talk some more about Gene Shepard, uh, a guy that uh, really had many good things to say. We'll say what we've got to say again this coming afternoon. Stay with us. Until then, have a great evening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 